What is the best way that we can empower the next generation? How can we encourage those that have come behind us to be faithful? This is Friday, September 23rd. Years ago, I loved watching the powerful movie entitled A Beautiful Mind. Russell Crowe plays the part of John Nash in the true story of a Princeton mathematician who wins the Nobel Prize in Economics in 1994. Nash's story is an unlikely one because from his college years he was plagued by schizophrenia. Sometimes unable to focus for weeks on end, yet he produced groundbreaking work in mathematics. His mental illness makes made relationships difficult and, well, you could say impossible. But the beauty of the film all comes to a head when Nash receives his Nobel Prize. In his reception speech, he says in part, My quest has taken me through the physical, the metaphysical, the delusional, and back, and I have made the most important discovery of my career, the most important discovery of my life. It is only in the mysterious equations of love that any logic or reasons can be found. Then, looking at his wife, Alicia, in the crowd, he says, I am only here tonight because of you. You're the only reason I am. You are all my reasons. You see, his is the power of love to cut through the worst mental illness imaginable. He's loved by a woman committed to him despite his paranoia and psychosis. Now, the movie doesn't play down the difficulty of mental illness. It reveals the difficult truth of it all. Now, I share this because we underestimate the power of love in the lives of people around us. Here's our text for today. 1 John chapter 4, verse 7 to 12. Behold, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation of our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God abides in us and His love is perfected in us. Now here is that section in the letter John wrote to the church in Ephesus that teaches the way of love. We look at this passage today because love is the glue that binds us to the other generations. As we've been learning in our study, there are immense generational differences. The generations have come to be shaped by the time in which they have lived. For example, my father grew up in the Great Depression. Most people were out of work and money, and almost everything was scarce. This scarcity shaped an entire generation. It had created a mindfulness of, about money that was both good and bad. They learned to save because they didn't want to be caught without resources if such a time came again. But they also lived in fear of the future. 
Now, there were so many other factors that shaped their generation. There was World War II and the disruption that would come to what seemed like the entire world at the time. You see, there were solid reasons why that generation came to be as it was. This is true of every generation. But here is what we have learned. Love covers a multitude of sins. Love makes possible a fellowship between those with immense differences. The generations may struggle to understand one another, but love enables them to come together as one people. I think it is this love that John talks about in his little letter. Here's what he says. This is a love that comes from God. It's like pure light. And we best understand the nature of this love when we look at the cross. There God showed us what love is all about. It's sacrificial, unconditional. It's freely given and also freely received. It has the power to heal and restore. You see, God's love brought about our salvation. The word in the text is propitiation. That's the word John uses. And it means that God's love has removed whatever stands against us. God isn't angry with us because Jesus died for us. God has given us his steadfast love, the love that endures forever. But there's one more thing. We come to love like God because God loved us. We love because he first loved us. And this is the binding power that the generations need, a love that comes from out of this world. You see, while we were weak, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This is love. Now, we might happen, what might happen if we learned and then lived this way of love? I think we would come to really care for each other. We could listen and learn from each other. We would be humble before each other. And we could come to serve one another. Then the generations would see that we belong to Christ. Let's pray. Lord, we find it easy to criticize and difficult to love. Teach us your way. Show us Jesus. Remind us each day, we pray, that we are yours and we are free. Grant to us the vision you have for your people as one in Christ. For we pray in his name. Amen.